Welcome back. Chris Steiner, Liberation Station Radio Show. The site is theliberationstation.com. The chat room is active at the listen slash archives page on the, on the site and streaming live, struggling to share it over to the Republic Broadcasting Facebook page, but it's streaming live at facebook.com slash wearechangetampa and uh, Facebook is giving me problem issues here, but uh, I just figured out a more direct way to copy and paste the link into the Republic Broadcasting Facebook page, and then it'll be up there, I think, in just a few seconds, I hope. And uh, your calls are welcome at 512-248-8252, and troll-free, 800-313-9443. That's 800-313-9443. And we were going to resume here. The the color report we were just playing before the commercial, the um, May 8th, 2023 edition, that uh, he's covering a lot of the problems from the COVID shots, and uh, we'll give you some references or tell you where to get those references. I'll have some commentary after the clip here. So um, when you're ready, Sam, please resume that clip. Enjoy this clinical um, dedicated version of the McCullough Report where I go over the medical information with you and then we move into a patient interview on the back half of the McCullough Report. Uh, This was done with full consent taken from the patient that her information can be revealed to you. And I was very careful to get that ahead of time uh, verbally from her. Uh, because this is disclosing her healthcare information. But Ms. Stimler is disclosing this to you as my listeners so they, you know, so you can basically understand the patient's perspective and what the questions and answers would be with a doctor in this examining room who's perceptive to what's going on. So why don't we get on to the back half of the McCullough report and hear my interview with this patient who's taken the vaccine And you can hear about her journey, the doctors she saw, the disability and frustration she's experienced, even, uh, you know, in her work life, her social life, even in her marriage, after taking one of these COVID-19 vaccines that have been uh, so deleterious, have caused so many injuries, disabilities, and deaths. And I think everyone listening knows on December 7th, 2022, I called on the floor of the U.S. Senate after a three-hour session that all COVID-19 vaccines should be removed from the market because they are not safe for human use. I was clearly supported by the June 11, 2022, pharmacovigilance report issued by the World Council for Health that examined all databases worldwide, uh, including the four major safety databases, the U.S. VAERS system, the UK uh, yellow card system, WHO uh, VigiSafe system, and the EU UDRA system. Uh, those are you know, four among 39 safety systems, all of them reporting record mortality after patients take one of the ill-advised COVID-19 vaccines. So let's get on to the back half of the McCullough Report. Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. This is the McCullough Report.
Let's get real. Let's get loud on America Out Loud Talk Radio. This is the McCullough Report. I'm Dr. Peter McCullough, your host of the McCullough Report, and I'm also the chief scientific officer okay, of uh, the we Wellness can, uh, Company. Okay, we there. There we go. And uh, there we are here from Dr. McCullough. And uh, just a little bit of commentary here that uh, Mur Bailey puts in the chat room. And by the way, folks, was finally able to share over the to the Republic Broadcasting Facebook page the video. If you'd like to follow along when we play uh, video and show it up on screen, so um, Mur Bailey posts Japanese eat fermented soybeans or natto for breakfast. It needs to be consumed on an empty stomach. Natto kinase and D3 needs to be taken after meals, and uh, she says because it's fat soluble. The D3 is fat soluble, so um, uh, that's uh, you know that's going to be stored in your fat cells, and rather than uh, water soluble vitamins that are flushed out, any any that you don't any excess you don't need gets flushed out, but um, the fat soluble vitamins are ones that get stored. Those are A, D, E. K and sometimes C if it's liposomal and absorbs in the fat and um, so that's important folks to take your proteolytic or protein digesting enzymes on an empty stomach so they can uh, go to work and um, give you a another uh, study here degradative 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 pardon me degradative to degradative effect of natokinase on spike protein of SARS-CoV-2 is the study published in Molecules August 24th, 2022 and um, that shows the help that natokinase can provide and um, Dr. Jared Roscoe recommends, uh, who I had on the show last February 19th he recommends 20 to 25,000 international units of natokinase uh, on an empty stomach. That's uh, 20 to 25,000 FUs, or pardon me, not international units, FUs or fibrinolytic units. <laughs> so my unconscious uh, Freudian slip there didn't want me to talk about that, I suppose. So the 20 to 25,000 FUs um, is probably pretty high, and uh, natokinase is pretty expensive, so I found the best value at SwansonVitamins.com or Swanson.com. And uh, there are also some other good uh, sites, not that I'm particular, except for the values are usually best uh, overall at Swanson. But uh, there's also Vitacost.com, iHerb.com, and Puritan.com, which is PuritansPride.com. And I'm just showing this uh, study up here on the screen. Folks want to go look at that. Degradative, once again, degradative effect of natokinase on spike protein of SARS-CoV-2. And um, the last time the, Dr. Roscoe was on, I mentioned February 19th. Folks want to check that out. Very good show. I think it's uh, probably the most helpful show to anybody who's gotten a COVID shot, the mRNA shot, especially the, which are the Pfizer and Moderna shots, um, to detecting and breaking down spike protein. So on that show, on the February 19th, 2023 show with Dr. Jared Roscoe, we uh, talked about a lot of uh, clinical tests and uh, treatments that are available for the COVID shot recipients to go see what is going on and um, 
also uh, there is uh, this, the uh, I just had this note open. I'm not sure. Again, folks, I'm not sure what's happening with my computer. If, uh, why this window closed with one of my sets of notes here, but um, the the uh, last point I wanted to make is that uh, as I mentioned before, Dr. Bruce Patterson, um, his research and a I'll mention his uh, one of his studies here showing that the spike protein persists in the monocytes where it's a, a reservoir in the monocytes. So he's found it for over uh, for over twelve months, and uh, that's the importance of continuing to, as uh, Dr. Peter's continuing to re- remediate it uh, because after, as Dr. Peter McCullough said. Um, it just keeps going for years, uh, for months, as far as we know, and maybe years, and uh, no sign of slowing down. Um, study from Dr. Bruce Patterson: persistence of SARS-CoV-2 S1 protein in CD16 plus monocytes in post-acute sequelae of COVID-19 PASC up to 15 months post-infection. So uh, I would love to cover all those things, folks. But again, February 19th, 2023, Liberation Station radio show. Please check it out with Dr. Jared Roscoe um, and uh, see what can be done. Because, um, you know, I, I, from, I threw in my research. She commented on it, threw in a, a lot more than I could have ever imagined. And I uh, was really shocked that um, there was more available out there than uh, last time we spoke to him. And, Last time I had spoken to him, so that's great. Uh, but there is hope for COVID shot recipients. Just um, I don't know what to do to you know to get someone to try to seek help other than the diagnostics, because um, you know folks are maybe suffering from dementia from the spike protein, and that's uh, that's a huge concern. So if you can get them diagnosed then that's the first step, I think, in getting someone treated. It's really hard to debate with somebody who has uh, mental issues or whatever um, problems they have reasoning and with memory, which also affects humor. uh, According to a neurologist I spoke with, um, uh, basically when you start to get dementia, the first two things to go are your sense of humor and your sense of strategy and there's somehow as he says and I understand you get a get an idea of what he means when he says that they're kind of, they're intertwined in that when you a sense of humor requires a sense of uh, strategization or uh, often it does anyhow <laughs> some 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 doesn't some people uh, think that uh, slapstick humor is funny that's a that's a different story but um now, I don't make light of folks getting hurt, but or even being inconvenienced. Though uh, a sense of uh, strategy or a uh, you know, tactical sense is needed to try to uh, decode uh, jokes. Often, and you know, that's often the reward of it is when a, a joke is phrased in a way where you have to figure it out yourself. <laughs> and, um, and so. Uh, that might be uh, one sign for folks to look for is uh, their sense of executive ability, uh, getting things done, and a uh, sense of humor. Be able to appreciate and uh, deliver humor may be compromised too. 
So, um, let's see, looking in the chat room at your chats, okay, since I hear them coming forward. Uh, all right, Sam, let's get to, uh, if we, if you're there, um, you can get to clip number three and then four. Um, there we go. And, uh, And we can uh, see if I can type and escape. Okay. And uh, what I uh, promised in the first hour. Oh, there you are. Cool. All right. Um, so this is uh, when I called into MNF, WMNF, the local progressive Tampa Bay area community-sponsored radio station, and got to give a lot of information to a doctor. And um, as a uh, it was good that he agreed with a lot of what I said. Fortunately, he was in the studio, and the uh, the host and hostess allowed me to speak this time. <laughs> so, uh, because the doctor was nodding in agreement, as uh, as you'll hear them mention. So, <laughs> I was wondering why I was allowed to talk so long, and, uh, and even I have an interaction with him, you know, give and take, and disagree with him, as you'll hear, but. Uh, <laughs> I was really shocked that, uh, you know, it's one of those times, as I say, you, you have to be prepared to just give the information and uh, be calm about it and not think that, um, you know, they've just given you the, the free reign. You know, have they really given me, you know, free reign here? Are they really going to be a, a fair show this time and allow me to <laughs> allow me to talk? and yeah, I guess uh, I might have made them look bad as uh, if they were to cut me off, I guess, in front of the doctor, <laughs> That's which, uh, which happens often. But, uh, you know, I say, as I, I say often, call in the talk shows and cut you off. It's a badge of honor. When they cut you off is a sign of uh, why they cut you off. And I want you to give that information, and, uh, those facts that can save from uh, fascism, corporatism of... Uh, Pharma. So let's start now with uh, that clip number three. This is just about um, eight minutes and uh, eight and a half or so minutes. And uh, it's my call into Wave Makers on WMNF. And um, let's see what you think. So, Sam, when you're ready, please roll that clip. Uh, yeah, the stand is signing the Protection of Medical Conscience Act. I don't know if you mentioned if there's anything in the law with which you disagree uh, or if maybe you think he passed a good law for the. Uh, hit with a hidden motive of getting reelected. I'm not sure if you have any criticism of it, but I think it's to save municipalities from lawsuits for trying to mandate uh, emergency use authorization products. Um, and you know, in Chicago, New York, they just ruled against the cities for having done so, ordering the public employees to be reinstated with back pay. And um, in the lawsuit in Chicago, they mentioned that uh, the unions were ignored. The unions did not want to be mandated to take COVID shots for their the, the public employees. And um, also, I want to mention on uh, you know on Mondays, Dr. Fred Harvey, uh, he's he's speaking out about the spike protein that the COVID shots are continually producing in the body that it does not stop. He's mentioned the work of the research of Dr. Bruce Patterson. And, of course, these spike proteins can cause clotting. The FDA has talked about myocarditis, the heart inflammation. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just think it's outrageous that the president would unilaterally and arbitrarily try to mandate employers of over 100 
to get the COVID shot. He failed when he tried the Supreme Court ruled against him, but he did succeed in allowing the federal employee to be mandated. And uh, and on the on the books, um, I, you know, I, on the books in the schools, I'd recommend checking out the that they are pornographic in the March eighth uh, press conference that DeSantis had held at the start of the conference that. They could not show the books on TV because they are pornographic and they're cartoons. Uh, they're showing, they're encouraging kids to hook up on grinders. That's encouraging children to be preyed upon and sexually trafficked. The more vulnerable ones are more likely to follow that advice, I think, <clears throat> not the ones they're you know, trying to influence to be more accepting. Chris, is this, you're, this is Chris from Clearwater? Yes. I want to let's let's hear from Dr. David what he thinks about what you were what you were saying before about the Dr. Fred Harvey and the the COVID vaccine and the spike proteins because the doctor was here nodding as you were talking and I want to hear what his response is. Okay, spike protein messes people up. That's why people get sick from COVID because of spike protein from this virus. The specific SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. Other coronaviruses have spike proteins. The typical children infections of coronaviruses that we've dealt with forever. So, in my opinion, do vaccine reactions occur? Yes. Is it due to the spike protein that's produced as it? Yes. COVID illness happens from wild disease. Is it from the spike protein? Yes. So, I think that there is a common denominator that may be in play here. Okay, in that if it's a subset of the population, because, you know, obviously many, many, many people were vaccinated who had no problems whatsoever. Many, many people had the virus with no problems whatsoever. So I think that the real question is what might there be common between those people? My investigations and my research over the last 25 years tells me that this is coming back to a lot of what we were talking about a little while ago. How does a person's body react to inflammation? Do they become hyperinflamed from a particular thing that's a trigger? Right? The cytokine production. We learned about the cytokine storm uh, that can happen during that second week of people who get COVID. We've learned about long COVID. Okay? And we've heard about the cases of myocarditis. Right? So all of these are hyperinflammatory conditions that were triggered by something. Okay? And that is why in my belief, and if you look at all of the research that's come out relative to COVID this past few years, who were the people who were most likely to be protected if they caught COVID? People had good vitamin D levels. People who had spent a lot of time in the sun, people who actually live more in the south and have more time in the sun just during the wintertime especially, mm. and people who have good zinc levels. Okay, And so again, that's where it comes back to anti-inflammatory diets. What can we do as an individual to reduce our hyper-inflammatory potential? Okay? And so, you know, yeah, it, 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 spike protein is the problem, right? And is there information that has shown that what we were taught originally, that the spike protein that was being generated was just happening within the cell itself in that muscle? And has there been subsequent research that shows actually in some people, it may be actually leaving that muscle and, and going elsewhere in the body through the circulation? And I think that those are all things to take into consideration. But for me, that same – you can replace the word vaccine and put the word wild virus in. And it's the exact same conversation. So how can we keep ourselves healthy in order to combat whatever the insult that comes our way? Okay. Um, in terms of no, the book. Uh, yeah. I, I, I would disagree.
Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air. And 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. One of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website, sierramadrepreciousmetals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure. Just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash rbn.
chance to score. Yeah, that's Rush. Another one little victory. I wanted to let that run long because that uh, reflects the clip we're playing. We'll continue to play now. This was me calling in and scoring a victory on a community-sponsored station just to show how easy it can be that you can get a lot of information out there and uh, get agreement from a credentialed and agreed authority, a doctor. And uh, this is Janet and Tom Sherberger on uh, Wavemakers. By the way, that's the name of the host and hostess. And uh, this is a community-sponsored station being progressive. 70% community-sponsored, they say, for many years now. I haven't uh, looked out, but all their their donors or their IRS form 990, but I um, I know that uh, a lot of them are corporates and, uh, you know, house divided, can't stand. That's why they uh, say the things they do, <laughs> horrible disinformation, misinformation, don't allow information out on the air that promotes the uh, filthy pharma fascists and explain that with a liability-free product that's uh, like the COVID shots that that's just... Um, well, actually, you know, these deadly, <laughs> not only liability-free, but they're deadly. And, well, maybe they wouldn't be as deadly. Maybe they'd be a little more safe and effective if there wasn't liability. Maybe just a little bit, don't you think? I mean, don't you think that would tend to be a cause to support, as well as maybe getting mercury and, and aluminum out of the all vaccines? Um so let's continue playing that clip just to demonstrate uh, what can be delivered over the air. Sam, please resume that clip. I would disagree because the, the SARS-CoV-2 virus is not known to integrate into your DNA as uh, Lund University in Sweden has shown. And, uh, you know, that the, the mRNA shots from Moderna and Pfizer do, uh, like a study intracellular reverse transcription of Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 mRNA vaccine. Uh, in vitro in human liver cell line uh, from January 2022, a peer-reviewed study in uh, issues of uh, current issues of molecular biology. So um, I think there's a, a huge difference. And, you know, and, and when it comes to uh, you're mentioning abortion and, and the deliberate commission of aborticide for which the misnomer abortion, which is a miscarriage, is so commonly incorrectly applied, the pregnancy is terminated, but with the COVID mRNA shot, there's the synthetic genetic spike protein that can be incorporated into the DNA as little as six hours, like that study says. That cannot be terminated from your genetics. So bodily autonomy must be acknowledged. A fetus can be removed, though there's no apparent way to remove a synthetic DNA from the COVID mRNA shots once it's gotten into our cells. Chris, uh, thank, Chris well, I, I do want to make one comment about that. Chris, okay. thanks for the call. So, yeah. First of all, a study is a study, okay? And there's a reason why we do meta-analyses. There's a reason when I was taught when you see a study that supports or denies a particular argument, you read it, you interpret it, you assimilate it into your knowledge base, and you put it onto a shelf, and you wait for other studies to come out in order to, de- to, to, be, to be able to assess. Because there's all types of variables that can come into play here, okay? But I would also argue that the DNA of which we replicate, okay, into our, you know, actually our, our stem cells, etc. Okay, even if it was so that where that shot was placed, where the messenger RNA is, because there's a difference between the messenger RNA and the actual spike protein itself that could be in circulation. If anything, that small, minute amount of messenger RNA relative to how much DNA and mRNA we have in our body 
let's take it to the that this study was correct. And so in that particular cell or muscle where it was injected. All right, we'll just finish it up there at the very tail end. And uh, no big deal, but I wanted to give him a fair chance to respond. And we'll resume the last half hour and take your calls. So stay tuned. We'll take your call. Those two callers on hold. We'll be right back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Standing six foot four, weighing in 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science, analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic because we're still here i'm not taking the vaccine you bill gates there was a way forward still on january 6th what needed to be done is to object to every single state the covid 19 virus was the setup the vaccine could very well be the bioweapon the patrick and jeremy show Tuesday at 9 Central, and Wednesday at 1 Central. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Don't become dependent on the medical system. Get and stay healthy naturally with Extendivite. Metals in the liver cause peroxides to get dumped into the bloodstream. Peroxides do more damage than free radicals to the arteries, and the LDL has no protection from peroxides, causing the LDL to get stuck in the arteries, creating a potential blockage. Extendivite slowly chelates the metals away from the liver so it can dispose of what was meant to be a harmless process, peroxide. Extendivite 7 Herbs has a job to strengthen the organs and circulatory highway. Can you afford a heart attack? Extendivite is available in capsule or liquid form for just $69.95 for a two-month supply. To get started, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with
Welcome back to Liberation Station Radio Show. Chris Steiner with you, and we will just resume the last few seconds of my call into. I thought they were going to announce his name, Dr. David Berger. He's a board-certified pediatrician and holistic, so he has an um, agreement. <laughs> That's really good to see when they have uh, doctors on and uh, delve into things that the, they were not expecting, probably, but uh, Dr. Berger was versed on. So um, just uh, finish up the last few moments of that uh, my call into the uh, Wavemaker show, May 16th, 2023 on WMNF. So please resume that clip. That doesn't mean it's changing around a person's overall genetic code. It's different. Um, let's get back and talk a little bit more about what's okay. happening in the schools. <laughs> we and we, we only have about 10 All minutes right. left. All right. There you go. <laughs> so I, uh, to give him a fair chance, uh, wanted to finish up with pointing out that he just, he finishes up commenting on that topic by saying that uh, it doesn't change your overall genetic code. Fortunately, I'm not a tomato so or a cucumber or asparagus or something like that. I mean, no, it doesn't turn you into, doesn't change your overall genetic code. No one said it did. It just makes life miserable and kills you. So um, that's the that's the point. And uh, but he he does uh, go in and say a bunch of fair things about autism that uh, cause being caused uh, being uh, a factor being vaccines. But he says that also, which is true, that a lot of uh, autistic. Uh, children um, have never had any vaccines, and uh, I mentioned uh, we covered about a month ago um, on the, uh, I think it was uh, uh, Naomi Wolf's uh, channel that uh, it was it was uh, covered that the vitamin K shot uh, by itself, without uh, children getting a, a, a vaccine as uh, children in autism, apparently. So um, that was a midwife, I believe, uh, nurse midwife who, who made that uh, statement. And um, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that he, that, that uh, Dr. Berger is, is fair. And Dr. David Berger, he has a YouTube channel they mentioned, Ask Dr. David, but I haven't had a chance to check it out. And uh, it'd be a fair place to, Interact, post uh, post your comments, and um, make it a more fair place, a more uh, a permissive place for the truth to get out. And uh, try to make the conversation more permissive by pointing out uh, Dr. Fred Harvey. If you pointed, if you saw my, uh, if you listened to my my call when I uh, mentioned Dr. Fred Harvey from a, he's on the same radio station. I didn't mention because I assume they, they knew it, but uh, you, the audience, may not know. He's on the same uh, radio station, and he's uh, pointing out that uh, spike proteins continuously produce. Dr. Bruce Patterson research uh, shows that and uh, mentioned all that. So there's um, permission to talk about the issue, and uh, even for uh, scientists and uh, other do-gooders to want to show off their knowledge. I understand I can relate to the temptation. They want to give as much 
complete information as possible. Um, say, yeah, I knew that. Not only that, but this. And go even further. So um, I was uh, glad to see a lot of uh, commentary like that on the show, which I uh, won't get into any further, but uh, um, we'll take your calls now. I see they're stacking up. We'll take... Uh, I want to make sure I have calls in the right order here. Uh, Dave in New York, is that the first caller? Dave in New York? Uh, I thought there was another caller on uh, my list here. Oh, okay. All right. Dave, good morning. Uh, hello? Hello? Hey, hey, Dave. Good morning. Uh, good afternoon. What's on your uh, Yes. Good afternoon over here on the East Coast, Chris. Uh, yes. Well, it's it's Sunday, and uh, remember years ago we had some uh, JWs come to the door. They were younger black uh, girls, uh, Jehovah's Witness, uh, and uh, they were talking about different things and telling me uh, set lines. And so I started to ask them questions and ask them about other scriptures, and uh, it, it soon became obvious that they were they were just reciting lines and they didn't think about anything they were talking about. So, um, that can be a problem and, uh, be a problem in many areas. And, uh, one area where it is, I hear people saying that, um, they started a discussion like this. Uh, they're trying to say that, uh, viruses don't exist and they don't cause disease. And, uh, they start off like this saying that, uh, viruses by definition, some old definition from, uh, many years ago was that viruses are poisons well does that mean that uh and and if they're poisons do poisons exist is a question and um i go further with this i could say do molecules exist and do cells exist and do organs exist in the body i mean where are we going to start uh annulling all the scientific information all the evidence we've seen we know organs exist in the body uh hopefully we know cells exist in the body and the whole idea of germ theory, well, um, things rot, and bacteria definitely cause rot. So are we saying that bacteria don't exist and they don't cause things to rot? And they cause things to rot in your body, too, and you can get gangrene. But uh, when we go smaller and we say, do viruses ex- really exist? It's really a good question, but they've done X-ray crystallography on these. And uh, do we say that no crystals exist? The X-ray crystallography is fake. Watson and Crick and the work on DNA was fake. Well, maybe it wasn't. And maybe salt crystals exist. Maybe diamond crystals exist. Many different okay. arrays of assembled molecules that may exist. What, what do you think? What do you say, Chris? Yeah, they exist. It's just uh, you know, they, the viruses seem to reproduce. We haven't seen them reproduce. Are they cause, symptom, or a symptom, or both of, uh, of the disease? Whatever the infectious diseases. That's yeah. There's such a correlation between between these diseases and the presence of of certain viruses, which cause disease, not the ones that don't cause disease, which is most of them, apparently. Um, and that's a you know a top virologist told us this that, that most of the viruses that exist don't cause disease, and they do other things like uh, transfer genetic information around through the body in different places and. That's a very interesting concept that, you know, I hadn't been aware of until we started looking at this. But I'd like to put forth some data. Um, I'll, I'll have to post it at some point. 
that this is data, you know, you want to refute it, you want to ignore it, or are you going to just say that these viruses don't exist and don't cause the disease? And all these clips you're talking about, very impressive sounding clips, Chris, and I haven't, you know, seen them all and listened to them all, but uh, the natokinase is very important to neutralize spike. Then the question is, which spikes does it neutralize? Does it neutralize the 80% homology spikes that were in from the Chinese uh, sequences used to make the vaccines? Or are they, uh, do they also neutralize the natural spikes that are on the uh, virus particle and that actually can break both. off according to something that Mike, Mike Rivero, an article he posted, he mentioned, well, that, and I'd have to dig study, that up. I think it's both from the research, but that study I mentioned uh, on nanokinase only studied the natural SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. Yeah. yeah. So are, are we going to neutralize all microbiology and all these micro techniques and say that molecules don't exist and electrons don't exist and subatomic particles don't exist? I mean, where, where do we stop saying that things don't exist? Um, a lot of people don't have the mind to study chemistry and they think about macroscopic things they can see, and I can understand that. But I was unfortunate enough to have a mind that was interested in chemistry. So <laughs> so my perspective is a little different. And I, I don't think you can provide evidence proving that viruses don't exist, like somebody was saying the other day, maybe yesterday. And, um, you know, one of these folks, uh, someone, she says that uh, she mixes vir- the word virus and vaccine many times now, if you don't know the difference between these very obvious specifics in such a way that it's automatic and you say it automatically, you make errors. And, and making these errors relates to lots of logical errors that are occurring. I mean, <clears throat> people got sick. They got sick with an unusual disease. Uh, are you saying that that disease was caused by graphene oxide sprayed in the clouds? Which apparently it is sprayed in the clouds. Dane Wigginton found it. But... You know, um, I think we need to be really, really more careful with technical levels that we don't we aren't have don't have expertise in. We haven't studied the publications like you're presenting here today or McCullough is, and um, we need to get to the bottom of this scientifically. And if we really don't understand science, it doesn't make sense to us. Let let other people do it and uh, try to get a grasp of what's going on, because if we go around and we say that viruses don't exist when everybody else has evidence and believes they exist, they're not going to believe that we can treat it with natokinase. They're not going to believe that all these people got injured by the vaccines. They're not going to believe anything the alternatives say. And McCullough has published, what, 450 papers, a huge number of papers, perhaps you know, one of the top uh, cardiologists in the world. Um, so he's, he's not anybody to laugh at. But he doesn't have the microbiology expertise of some other people as well. He has expertise in his own field. So, um, and, and these fields are complex, and there's lots and lots of papers. Chris, how many papers have shown that the spike protein is, is toxic? I think somebody was quoting 3,000 so far. Scientific publications. Have you heard that, that kind of a number? I think you so. you that? Yeah, I think yeah. something like 2,700, maybe Maybe yeah. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny uh, yeah. or another doctor associated with her. Yeah. So, so let, let's, acu- it's been let's no accumulate a lot of this. Long, long before let's accumulate this, a lot of these uh, key articles together and have them available for people to see. 
And, and just like when my mother went in the hospital, you're asking about, well, what proof do we have that remdesivir is so bad? And you're scrambling to find the articles that, you know, you heard about it, but you didn't nail it down. And in this world of the Internet and virtual reality changes every minute. As someone publishes something else, as Wikipedia changes its face on this, that, or the other person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, it's a floating reality, whereas reality is fixed, and we have some things which we know are true, and some things which we believe and have evidence are true, but if mm-hmm. if if truth is a moving target, then there isn't any truth. That's about all I have to say, Chris. I mean, any comments? I know you got other Yeah, that's what RBM's here for. <laughs> so community of people who can talk talk well, to each other. Well, I mean, the, the, the problem here here is a, it's a platform for any idea. Crazy ideas are held in, in equal stance to to uh, ideas that people who have a reason who speak instead of people who don't have a reason and they speak things that they don't know about. So there's a real problem well, there in having this form of free speech when you know, uh, there's there's operatives who plant information here. It, it appears either that or or they're deceived themselves. It, probably both. That's what I would say. So well, call would, me what you I, will, I would not but call look at the data. An operative, unless you had uh, hard proof, because uh, you know. You, <laughs> it's, it's, well, I'm not. I'm not throwing out any names, Chris. I'm risky. not throwing. Out any, I'm just saying. Look, yeah. look, look at what you see. They say and do, and they are operatives on some level. They may be deceived people. They may be, useful, you know, yeah, useful to the establishment. Right. But uh, what I, th- I think we can unite on against the establishment is here we are uh, doing what the establishment won't do is to not just admit but show how to treat not just the problem of mRNA COVID shots but how to treat them and uh, right. you know give people hope and then win them over. That uh, and I, I really see it happening and. Um, uh, you know, like this uh, on the community-sponsored station, the Surly Feminists show. Uh, they uh, had a caller who's uh, I, I'm familiar with him. Um, he's been calling over the years, pretty well educated on uh, many things and uh, some things not so much. But uh, yeah, he called in to support RFK Jr. and uh, he said, "Yeah, the vaccines don't prevent. They never prevented COVID. That like they told us. I mean, it's such a big. That's just such a big deal to him." And uh, uh, you know, who, who for us, that, it's Chris? a no-brainer. That uh, that's a that's a huge. Uh, you should have you, you either knew or you should have known, and you expect us to trust you now. <laughs> that's kind of psychopathic to think that you're entitled to uh, everything, uh, including people's trust. You're entitled to you know everybody's trust. You put the trust of the nation in you, <laughs> and you were so dead wrong. Well, I, I think we need to look at both the positives and the negatives of these COVID vaccines. And if we only look at the negatives and don't look at the positives, you know, these people, pharmacy students I ran into the other day, are citing positives, which they believe to be true. I, didn't, I should have asked them for what articles can you prove that, that the vaccine prevented a lot of deaths, you know. Um, it may have prevented severe COVID, and I believe it, it, it would have had to. But um, I don't have those articles at my tips tip of my fingers either and we're irresponsible if we don't look for those and if we only point out the negatives because it's always a balance of negatives and positives and of course we can always say there was never such negative uh impact per capita on on people who got vaccines i think we can all agree on that and we can prove it based on data 
But, uh, you know, to say that there was no benefit of the vaccine, I think it caused a selection pressure that caused, caused uh, mutations to less lethal uh, variants uh, to be predominant in the population of the virus. Of course, if the virus exists and if, if the variants exist, which have all been sequenced and, and there's a whole phylogenic tree, which is another strong piece of evidence. So um, let's think a little deeper and more carefully and give some respect to the people who've done the hard work of the science that might actually have been producing real information for us. <laughs> they might have. And I, I'm going to argue that they did in many cases. But Pfizer didn't release all the information they had until a judge made them do that. Isn't that right, Chris? And it's to make us well, feel that... The FDA, that yeah, the FDA's uh, Pfizer data that the FDA uh, said they needed the 75 years, first 50, then 75 years to process. And, uh, oh, but, the uh, FDA, yeah, you know, just, uh, yeah. just so the folks will understand your reasoning, we've talked about before, real briefly, it's just I'll mention that you want to know, well, what were they thinking by why... Uh, what, what research did they have to uh, believe that the COVID shots were helpful to stop COVID? And so, uh, yeah. Well, now, I believe they probably were helpful to stop COVID, but they were also never, harmful. Yeah, and that's never the problem. Risk. Where's the balance? Is this even a reasonable th- risk to take? So for most people, right. just take zinc and hydroxychloroquine and all the other things, and now we've got natokinase, and that's a great thing, and I've got to look into what you uh, – presented here today chris because there's a lot of people we want to distribute this to we want to give them an option to heal themselves and quit shedding this stuff all over us right right all right dave uh yeah good thoughts all right gotta move on thanks and uh take care catch you later um we'll move on to your calls and uh yeah i just wanted to add that uh you know as a to be able to relate to people who believe in the covid shots it's good uh know some of their reasoning their rationale did they have a good reason and uh you know say okay i can i can understand that you you had good intentions but now now that we know better there's uh there's work to be done and and uh, and don't just you can understand the the need now that uh, our genetics have been contaminated throughout uh, the world by big pharma and to what end? We don't know, even still. Those who are still alive um, and those who are suffering, we need to not be ableist. Is a term that so often used by progressives is ableism, ignoring those who are uh, disabled and uh, in favor of those who are better abled. You know, that's kind of like the needs of the few outweigh the needs of the many. And... Um, you know, so if you're against ableism, as I've gotten, uh, I mentioned Dr. Fred Harvey earlier, gotten him to agree that, uh, yeah, it's uh, to ignore vaccine injury, COVID shot injury included, that's, uh, well, it's not a vaccine, but COVID shot and vaccine injury, um, you've got to not be, it's, it'd be ableist to do so, he agreed with. So uh, that was a good thing to get out to the progressives across several counties here in the Tampa Bay area. And... Um, Let's get onto the calls now. Enough about my my talking to the progressives. Let's talk to you, uh, Tom, and then Pat. First, Tom in Utah. Good afternoon or good morning, where you are. What's on your mind, Chris? Two simple questions. 
actually based on is it lab or nature? What is this? What is the source of nanokinase? What is the source of the alleged COVID? That's it. Two simple questions. Empower me. The source of the nanokinase is soybeans, uh, fermented soybeans. Okay. That's cool. Is it easy for me to, to obtain that? Sure. Sure. Uh, are you aware of uh, the supplement? Why would I want to buy a supplement if I can buy it in nature? Oh, right. Well, yeah, you can get those uh, little pack I'm a poor mother pods with a, of fermented a, soybeans. I know at a I'm health a poor store. Mother with a, I'm a poor mother with a brood of children to feed. Can I afford to go to the health food store or can I afford to go to the grocery store? I don't know. I don't know. I actually found mine behind the health store. That's what I'm saying. Is empower me with empower me with the answer. I can find it in my soybeans, in my tofu, whatever. So why okay. would I go to a bottled a bottle that has to be treated to store it and to trans you know to tra- uh, transport it, put it in a warehouse and then put it on a shelf. If I go to nature, mm-hmm. it's there, it's okay for me to have, and it carries all the cofactors. Now, what about the COVID? What's the source of COVID? Is it lab or nature? <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty simple. The, the enemy of all pathogens is oxygen, followed by sunlight, cosmic energy. So what's the source of COVID, the alleged COVID? Yeah, well, uh, okay, I, I can say that just uh, it appears that a virus was engineered in China and it appears that at least a virus or some kind of uh, pathogen-inducing um, uh, factor started uh, in uh, the end of 2019 and maybe 5G and other uh, EMF was involved in uh, you know that, aggravating it. Yeah. I need to find out what predisposes the conditions of COVID alleged. Is it a lab or is it nature? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's a connection, but uh, it looks like there may be, uh, you know, with the funding that we gave for, for China to do that. So I don't know if it's the same virus, but... Uh, Maybe the Chinese. I keep, I keep waiting for, for Nicola and all the boys to tell you that final piece of the pie. They never do it. Yeah. Why not? That would empower you. I don't you. know. I, I, I just know that uh, we've got to find solutions if we can. Find the, find the answer that many of which are already uh, known for viruses in the past and some specific to coronaviruses and some even, you know, more specific to certain strains, later strains. Um, and here's a, uh, I found that on YouTube or other places, mostly on YouTube, how to make natto so you can make your own fermented soybeans. I guess uh, you might, the best value if you want organic soybeans probably go to the health store and the bulk department. And um, most uh, health, because most uh, health stores will give you a discount if you order a certain minimum. So say for beans or seeds or grain, it might be uh, uh, 10 or 25 or 50 pounds, depending on the product. So, to get maybe a 10% discount 
So or, uh, exactly, or what is nanokinase? What is it? I haven't researched it. I just uh, I understand it. It's a culture that's uh, grown with soybeans. Isn't it a, dis- a digestive enzyme? It's a proteolytic enzyme or protein digesting uh-huh. enzyme. Uh-huh. Isn't God really intelligent? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. Well, we, we're running out of time here. Why do we? Why do we keep acting like? I just Tom, say, why do we keep acting like? Sorry. Uh, I think uh, we got so. Uh, do we have the time for Pat and Texas? I think we got the bumper music. I'm so I'm so sorry, Pat and Texas. Um, wanted to give you a little time, and uh, time got aw- away from us here. Uh, as I was trying to research Nato, uh, Pat, you're always welcome to call back. And thanks for tuning in. Thanks for expressing yourself, even if it's sitting in silence. Your God-given peace, basking in the natural radiance of your own soul, sending those good vibes throughout your environment, throughout creation. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, this is Liberation Station, Sundays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on on Republic Broadcasting Network. I'll take great care. Ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.